Welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. My name is Dr. Brooklyn Storm and I help private practice owners align their business back with their soul's calling, with their big vision and with their soul's purpose. Unlike other private practice coaches, I've traveled the world in search of spiritual resources, spiritual tools, education and information so that you can have the transformation that your soul desires and needs so that you can up-level your business. How much fun is this? I love it so much. Guys, if you're not already a member of the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group, please check out the show notes. I would love for you to be there. In the meantime, thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brooklyn Storm. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode. And of course, welcome to all of the new subscribers. Everyone, I am so excited. I'm having to be very intentional about uh, calming myself down because I just am in flow today you know where you have those moments where you're just totally in it and uh, you just get so productive and you're so lit up and you just lose track of time completely that's me right at the moment and I've been having so much fun let me tell you um, today has been really great so yesterday I had the day off because you know it was the first of the year and so that's a public holiday so I didn't really work then And when I started work today, it was so, 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 so beautiful because I'm doing this course at the moment all about energy because, you know, I'm always doing courses and I love that. And I'm going to be sharing and integrating what I'm learning with that for all of you. And of course, for my coaching, mentoring and supervision clients, I want to welcome a big influx of coaching, mentoring and supervision clients. Um, I'm so excited to start working with you this year. Um, I know so many of you have gone and booked your first appointment and we're going to have a really, really beautiful time together, uh, full of expansion of course and growth so that we can yeah make success for you manifest in your private practice and speaking of manifesting I had a few requests for another episode on manifesting in private practice. And so that's what I'm really excited about today. The other thing that I did this morning, so I have my course from 8 till 10, and then I spoke with Shane. So many of you will know Shane from our group, the Australian Counselors in Private Practice Online. So um, yeah, when people come into the group, they get a welcome packet and they're invited to have a chat. And Shane and I got talking and uh, it was so interesting. We ended up emailing each other back and forth and messaging each other and then we just sort of said oh do you know what let's just record all of this <laughs> because I was so interested in what he had to say that I just figured that if I was interested there would have to be other people that would be interested so um, I recorded just a general chat with him this morning and sent that out to everybody by email so yeah, do go and check your email for that um, it's up on YouTube as well if you want to go and have a look at it there it was just really fun and it's just so nice to connect with people. And yeah, so he was telling me all about his work and what he does with the neuro change method. So it sounds to me like it's kind of leading edge. And um, we had a conversation about what this could mean for counsellors to be able to use this new approach um, and what it could mean for them in terms of being able to build their private practice. So yeah, if you haven't had a chance to watch or listen to that yet, maybe do. As I said, it's just a totally unscripted 
informal conversation we had that we just decided to record. Um, so I did that and then had a coaching client who I just love working with. Um, and, you know, she's into spirituality stuff as well. And it's just such a joy to be able to work with people that um, – are really hungry to integrate this spiritual practice into their business and into their private practice. And so, yeah, after that, oh, it's just been so, 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 so good. I think I shared with you the other day, my word for the year, like is intentional and sovereign. And um, as part of that, I've decided to be more intentional with what I eat. And um, I'm just, I feel great. Like I, I've slept really well and I just feel really alive and really connected and yeah my hammock still hasn't arrived yet but guess what yesterday we had um this huge blue tongue lizard I think it was yesterday yeah um come up to our lounge room window and oh my gosh you know and my dog was just like communicating like they were almost touching noses neither it was scared of the other it was such a beautiful moment and um I really love seeing that. But then, of course, um, I went on to Google to find out what type of lizard it was because I didn't know at the time it was a blue tongue. Um, and I found all this information about how blue tongue lizards love hammocks. And now I'm worried about putting my hammock outside in case the blue tongue comes on it. But anyway, I totally digress. So today I want to talk with you about manifesting for your private practice in 2022. And I want to give you some insights that I have acquired over the last 12 months with all my study and training, because why not? What's the point of me doing all of this education if I'm not going to share the wisdom, right? And so the other thing that I have done today is I've also, just for fun, I've drawn three cards for us that I'm going to interpret uh, as we go along in terms of manifesting and what it means for all of us potentially this year. I know, how much fun is this? Do you love it? I love it so much. Okay, and just before I do that, um, places are going from the contact content mapping workshop that's happening on Saturday the 22nd of June. It's on at 10 a.m. Melbourne time via Zoom. It's a workshop and you're going to leave having mapped out a year's worth of content for your private practice so you never have to stress about it again and it's going to feel so aligned for you and it's going to feel so connected for you and it's going to feel so easy for you and you are going to walk away with this plan in your hot little hand and you are going to thank me. You will love it. Um, so there's only 20 places available because I didn't want to have too many people in the space on Zoom because I want to make sure everybody gets a fair shot and gets, you know, the support that they're needing. So uh, I checked this morning, I think there's 12 places left uh, at the time of recording this. So if you want to enroll in that, hit pause now on the podcast tap down to the show notes and um, you'll see the link there to go and register. It's only $47 Australian. So I highly recommend that you do that. You'll also get a recording plus a workbook, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm so excited to do it. I wish it was like Saturday tomorrow, <laughs> but it's not. Okay. So manifesting. Now I've done 
heaps of podcast episodes for you on manifesting before. In fact, did you know that this podcast used to be called uh, Manifest Change? It was called the Manifest Change Podcast. And on there, I gave away all my tips and tools and techniques, and it was so much fun. And then the podcast sort of transformed into more businessy. And then it's evolved into what it is now, which is private practice with soul. So I went from manifesting to business to now I've integrated business with spirituality. (laughs) It's my journey. Um, It's out there for the world to see, which is a touch embarrassing. But as I said before, like I would rather you see what the real life journey looks like um, rather than publish, you know, all my back episodes under the new label and everything. I'd just rather, yeah, be raw and real with you. So manifesting. Now, here's the thing. I, you are manifesting all of the time. Yep. You're manifesting all of the time. So manifesting isn't woo. It's nothing like that. It's in fact, kind of like goal setting with a little bit of a twist. The thing about manifesting is it's where we bring something from our mind, from our imagination, from our thoughts into our reality, right? And it can be something simple as I want to manifest a cup of coffee. Well, you get off your butt and you go and make a cup of coffee and voila, you've manifested a cup of coffee. Um, So that's all it is. There's no magic involved or anything like that, though I like to think the process is magical. What makes manifestation um, important is when you understand that you're manifesting all the time, you then have the awareness that hmm, perhaps I've been manifesting things without conscious awareness. So it's this ability to understand that when you become consciously aware or you become more intentional about what you want to see in your private practice or in your life, that's when you'll start to have more of it show up. So this is what we're focusing on today. The other thing too is um, just to debunk it really quickly and get it out of the way. I'm not talking about you sit on your couch and you think you want a million dollars and then it's something like Super Mario and a million gold coins will come out of the cloud above you onto your lap. No, that's not how it works at all. (laughs) Um, There's a few more steps involved than that. And I think that's where The Secret by Deborah Byrne and, and co, I think that's Deborah Byrne. Yeah. I think that's um, where things got a little bit messy for a lot of people. Um, People got very excited at being able to be, you know, living their dreams without lifting a finger. And um, yeah, it it messed things up for so many people. So I want to get that clear. You do have to work. (laughs) There will be a little bit of work involved, but I'll teach you what to do and how to do it. And it's going to feel easy and light. So don't stress about the hard work because it's not hard. The other thing is there are some people that have read all of the books on manifesting like Gabby Burns, um, Sarah Prout's work, Elizabeth Gilbert's work, you know, Big Magic, all of that sort of stuff. Um, Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks, Jerry Hicks, all, all of that. And they say to me, you know what? I made a vision board, Brooklyn. I did my mantras. I wrote affirmations. Um, I told myself a million times a day this was my reality and it was going to happen. I did scripting um, and it, it still hasn't manifested. Um, so this doesn't work. I'm like, but it does, you know. And when we dig a little bit deeper, what we find out is what I now know to be true is that there's a very big difference between you thinking, it'd be nice to have that versus it's a non-negotiable for me to have that 
And let me give you an example. There are people that I've worked with, women in private practice, that were like, oh, it'd be really nice to have some more referrals. So we work on manifesting. I give them the tools and I'm so excited because I know that they're absolutely capable of bringing these new referrals into the reality of their private practice. But they go along and they'll say, oh, you know, it's just not working. It's just not working. And here's the thing. For them, they haven't made it a must. And by that, I mean, it's got to be a conscious must. And then um, it has to, I guess, become a habit so that it moves into your subconscious. And a really beautiful example I heard of this recently, I can't remember where I heard it from, it's not my example, um, was when you pay your mortgage or when you pay your rent. Like that's a non-negotiable. You just know you will find the money for that um versus you know I want to lose weight well you might be thinking it'd be nice and I desire it and I wish that it would happen and I'll try and set myself up for it to happen but it won't it and this is the thing manifesting won't happen unless you make it a non-negotiable for you like this is what we mean by starting with the end in mind and even uh, I'm not a Tony Robbins fan as you know but um even in Tony's work, he all, he also says, and Stephen Covey also says, you have to start with the end in mind. And what they're saying is you have to quantum leap. You have to take that quantum jump. You have to embody that version of you that's already got it here and now. You must decide that it's done. And that's why we say at the end of, um, you know, some of our, I want to say prayers, but they're not, but, you know, invocations, prayers, chants, affirmations, whatever it is you're using, we say, um, you know, so much it be, which means, and it's done. Um, or we say, it is done, it is done, it is done, you know, by the power of three, a perfect trinity, it is done, it is done, it is done. And the reason that we're saying that it's done is because we want it locked into our conscious mind that um, the end has already arrived. The result has already arrived. We're already in the space of having it. And it's from being able to operate from that space. And this is exactly what we do with quantum leaps, quantum jumps, um, manifesting. We have to embody the end result right now. So, um, it's from that space that you start to create your private practice or experience success for you in your private practice, right? So I was sharing with um, the beautiful soul that I um, had the honor of working with this morning about, you know, one of my big visions. And one of my big visions is, uh, and don't laugh, okay, I'm just sharing it with you. <laughs> this is just like my secret vision, but it's not going to be secret after this, but what I would really, really, really love to do is be, you know, hired and be flown out to other countries or to be flown out interstate by practice owners or business owners. And you know that show um, Salon Makeover, I think it was called with Tabitha, or I think, you know, Gordon Ramsay, how he goes into the restaurants and fixes them up, or um, Alex Polizzi, how she's the hotel inspector and she goes and she fixes the hotels that aren't working. I want to I want to do that. I 
want um, to experience that. I want to be um, that person that goes and does makeovers for private practice and helps get them successful um, in the way that the private practice owner measures success for them, whether that's by fulfillment or profit or referrals or joy or however he or she's or, or they are going to um, define success for them. So this is my big thing. And the other big thing that I have is I really, 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 really want to be somebody's secret weapon in their business and I want to be like their exclusive um, private practice support or business support where they hire me and I only work for them and I'm on some kind of, I don't know, arrangement with them where I get to provide them with a reading or intuitive guidance or, you know, sessions or something like that to support them with their private practice or with their business um, and I want to be able to do that sort of online or in person and yeah fly around Australia fly around the world fly fly in fly out I love to go to Hollywood or London oh my gosh I would love to go to London and you know one day do a, a some business work for one company and then do it two days later for another company where I'm just there reading the cards um, tapping into my guidance giving them guidance about themselves how they're showing up in their practice about quantum leaping quantum jumping all of this sort of stuff right so sharing with my client this morning this was one of my goals and as I was sharing it like I just had goosebumps I said to her oh my gosh I've got goosebumps thinking about this and she was excited as well and then she started sharing what hers was and it was just I just I love it so much and so anyway um I can absolutely manifest this in order for me to do it I simply need to decide that it's done and I need to decide that I am already doing that and I have to believe that I'm already doing that and from that space I have to start living like that version of me that's already doing that. So how does that version of me that is hired by Fortune 500 companies and blue chip companies and you know the wildly wealthy famous how how does that version of me show up on social media? How does that version of me send an email? How does that version of me do a podcast? How does that version of me connect with people? How does that version of me deliver a service? How does that version of me tap into networks? How does that version of me be seen? How does that version of me want to come across? Um, you know, how, how does that version of me need to show up? And so I have to start thinking like that version of me that's already got it and making decisions from the space of that person that's already got it. And guess what? Once I start doing that, that's going to become my reality because it cannot not become my reality. And here's why. Because you have that reticular activating system in your brain that is... I've said it before, it's going to go out and fetch for you the information that it believes to be true because your brain is running on autopilot. It uses 30% of your caloric intake every single day. It wants to conserve energy, so it gets really lazy and it, um, you know, jumps ahead. It, it anticipates what you're going to do. And so um, when I give the command to my brain, hey, this is who I am right now and, you know, bring me the referrals, bring me the work, bring me the opportunities. Do you know what I mean? Show me, you know, my lifestyle. Show me success for me in the way that I choose to define it, which is through intention, sovereignty and fulfillment. Show show me all of that. My um subconscious my reticular activating system is going to start filtering all of the information that comes in through my senses those 300,000 bits of information 
my brain can only process 2,000 bits of that. So now my reticular activating system is going to go on the hunt for information that supports my belief that I'm already doing it. And it's going to bring it in to that 2,000 right? And then guess what? That belief becomes my reality because it becomes my experience because it becomes true in the world. You see what I'm saying? So you are manifesting all the time. And the key, I think, for those of you who have tried manifesting and haven't experienced success yet for your private practice or your life or whatever it is that you're trying to manifest with, I think it's because you haven't made the decision. You haven't decided it so. You haven't decided that it's so. And the other thing that can be very, 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 very potent and um, not helpful, but it will amplify and activate results for your private practice is when you're in your um, zone and when you're in the vibe and and when you're in, in the manifesting space and you're quantum leaping there and you're embodying that version of you that's already doing it, um, I want you to... Um, in your mind, in your mind's eye, I want you to be telling this to somebody, right? Now, it could be that you're telling it to your inner guidance, your higher self. It could be in your mind's eye, you're telling it to a parent, um, a child, your sister, a friend, an, an archangel. It doesn't matter. But when you're um, in the space of feeling like you're telling it to somebody, that also makes it real because you have accountability then. So if you've got nobody that you want to feel like you're telling it to, declare it to the universe or declare it to me if you like. Borrow my energy, borrow my beliefs, Um, take them on as your own. But in your mind when you're saying, you know, hey, this is what I do, Brooklyn. I am a highly, highly, highly sought after um, private practice coach. I go in and I clean up private practices by teaching people um, who they need to be, how they need to be, that it's more than just the tasks and the doing and the tracking and the numbers. Um, I go and make these beautiful, um, you know, premium business card readings for um, beautiful businesses that are, you know, famous businesses and I'm flying around the world doing it. Um, When you're thinking about that and you're journaling on it, uh, do it to somebody. And as I said, if you don't have anybody that comes to mind to do it to, um, just write it out. Hey, Brooklyn, guess what? This is me right now. This is what I'm doing. This is my life right now. Do that. So number one, yes, be conscious when you're manifesting. But number two, the power and the potency is going to come when A, you decide that it's done. You make that quantum leap. You embody that energy. You start taking action, including what you believe, feel, do, say, etc. from that space. And to really activate it even more, um, declare it to someone or declare it to something. Okay. I know you're probably wanting some practical steps. So that little rant there was for all of my friends who have already been co-creating with the universe, um, but who may not have been seeing results. What I'm about to go into now is some steps for those of you who are open to manifesting, are interested in learning more about it, but haven't yet given it a shot. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, um, you want to manifest without desire you have to do it as if it's done that's step one and step two is you have to pay attention to what it is you're trying to manifest so if I'm trying to manifest this experience of 
been hired by private practices to do their readings and um you know to to come in and and observe all the practitioners in the practice and to look at the books and to look at the advertising to do all of that and then write up a big report and give them recommendations and da 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 if i want that to be my reality i have to think about that every single day why because i have to drum it into my brain that this is my reality now so I have to think about it every single day. And if I really want this to manifest even more quickly, um, I have to tune into how does that version of me feel that's already doing it? Like, um, does she feel excited? Does she feel helpful? All of those sorts of things. Um, all of the senses. What do I feel? What do I hear? Um, do I hear people saying thank you? Do I hear people saying, oh, I hadn't thought of it like that? Do I hear people saying what an interesting take on it? Um what am I hearing? Like what feedback am I getting? Um, what are people saying? What am I saying to myself? What am I saying to others? Um, you know, what can I smell? What can I touch? Do you know what I mean? Like, am I touching the leather on, I don't know, the business class in the plane? Like what, what's going on? Am I sitting in the business class lounge at the airport? Like what am I tasting? Am I drinking the champagne? Who knows? I, I, I don't know. Is champagne processed? <laughs> I'm just asking because of my thing about trying to avoid processed food at the moment. Uh, anyway, I digress. So you have to um, really, really, really connect with what it is you're manifesting, what it is you're bringing into your reality consciously. You have to do that every single day in a way that feels really fun for you. So you know me, I love journaling, but I don't want to journal every day. And I love meditating, but I kind of meditate already every night at bedtime. So I don't want to do another meditation. So what I'm doing at the moment is I've got a vision board and the vision board is near my computer and I look at it before I turn on the computer. So I'm just standing there drinking my coffee. And I just look at my vision board and I imagine that it's already done. And then I make an action step for myself each day from the space of it's already done. This is what I do. Um, and I do that before I do anything else in my practice. And I'm bringing this into my reality now. So that's what you have to do. That's step two. Okay. Um, you have to be able to, so I'm just trying to read my own notes yeah, you have to be able to also um, tune into your body. And um, part of this is because I 100% believe that your thoughts, feelings and experiences are held in your body, right? Not trapped. I don't like that word. But um, I, I do believe that your body holds wisdom and your body holds information. So Pay attention to what you notice shift or change in your physical body or your energy body when you think about manifesting this. And here's what's so important. If we just go along and we say, I want to manifest a fully booked diary, um, but we're not paying attention to what's coming through for our body or our energy, we're not going to manifest things because it could be that um, maybe when you think about your fully booked diary, yes, in your head, you're happy about it because you're thinking, oh, this is going to bring me more money, but perhaps your shoulders start to slump a little bit or perhaps your back starts to arch forward, like slumping forward a little bit when you start thinking about it. And maybe the wisdom of those movements is, this is going to fill up more weight. Well, more weight means pressure. Where's the, where's the 
pressure. I'm feeling like I'm going to be carrying a lot. What am I going to be carrying? Is it going to be extra admin? Is it going to be extra marketing? Is it going to be extra hours? Is it going to be time away from my family? Like what are the costs of me filling my diary? So if you don't pay attention to that, then you won't manifest your fully booked diary, right? If you think about a fully booked diary and you don't feel anything in your body, or you don't notice any changes, or you don't notice any energy shifts, that's okay. It doesn't mean that um, there's anything wrong. Um, It just might mean that um, either you're okay with things, or it might mean that maybe you just need to learn or practice tuning into your body, you know. And if you do notice something shift and come up, really allow yourself space, however it looks like for you, to be able to sit with it and, and explore it and honor it. Like, honor where you are thank it um release it with love and gratitude and create space it's the law of vacuum create space for that new beautiful thing to come through and that thing's going to be whatever it is you're ready to manifest okay so going back to that example of fully booked diary maybe you feel like it's going to be more pressure and time away from family instead of with your family and Ugh, it's going to be hard. And what if I've got to, you know, do client work with client issues that I don't really like working with that I really light me up, but I need to do it to fill my diary. If you were able to process all of that, um, then everything's going to feel easier and lighter. And guess what? You're going to be more aligned. And guess what? From that alignment, of course, you're going to whoop collapse time. And that just means that you'll manifest things more quickly. You'll manifest your um, wanted outcome more, 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 more quickly. Whatever you focus on is what you're going to get. So if you're in your private practice now, for example, and you're saying, oh, where are all my clients? I don't have any clients. I'm meant to be opening the doors and there aren't any clients and, and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm disorganized and, you know, um, I know I need this, but blah, 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 blah. Um, then guess what? You're giving all your attention to that. So that's what you're going to cop more of. And who wants that really? Like you, you don't need that. You don't deserve that, but you're choosing it. Here's the thing shift yourself from to me consciousness into by me consciousness and say, right, what am I going to do differently? How am I responsible for these results that I'm seeing? What am I not doing? Or maybe what am I doing that I ought not be? <laughs> but, but what am I doing? What am I not doing that's caused this in the first place? How have I contributed to feeling disorganized? How have I contributed to not following through on my structures? Or how have I contributed to not um, marketing effectively what was my role in that what was my part in that and in your in by me consciousness you're going to say great now I see and I can own up to that perfect what am I going to do about it because guess what nothing's going to change until you accept responsibility for your part in it um, because that then allows the doors to open to creativity to inspiration to your downloads to all of those sorts of things okay so I want to release the blocks um, and then of course yeah doing that quantum leap like starting with the end in mind embodying the energy of already having it now and then the last thing that I really want to share with you is you have to support yourself in embodying uh, the energy that's going to be magnetic for whatever it is you want to come in so think about the energy of a fully booked diary Um, how are you going to feel well you're going to feel gratitude for example great So you have to become the energy of gratitude, matchy-matchy. If you um, think that you're going to feel abundant, great. 
tap into the feeling of abundance now. It might not have anything to do with your diary, but maybe you can look outside and see there's an abundance of grass that needs to be cut. Or maybe you can go into your pantry and see there's an abundance of Maltesers that are waiting to be eaten. Or maybe you can, do you know what I mean? You get the idea. You have to get into the energetic alignment the energetic match of whatever it is you're trying to call in so for me wanting to be hired to fly out and do makeovers of people's private practices um, or for me to be able to um, be hired to do um, you know business consulting from an intuitive perspective with the cards and the readings and things like that um I've just lost my train of thought. Oh, I have to become attuned to the energy that that's going to bring for me. So for me, that energy is um, I would feel really proud. I would feel honored. I would feel humbled. I would feel like I wanted to give it my all and then more. I would feel like, um, yeah, just totally honored and humbled. So in order for me to become a match for that, to call it in more quickly, I have to now tune into the energy of honoured and humbled. And the way that I do that is by thinking about times in my life where I previously felt honoured and humbled. So it might be when I got my PhD and I had the presentation ceremony. That was so humbling. It was so humbling. Um, it might be about times where, um, you know, I just randomly get these beautiful messages from people online, like from our groups or in relation to the podcast or, or beautiful emails from random, just, they just pop into my inbox um, out of the blue. And they're so beautiful. And they're all about how something that they heard in one of the episodes helped. And that is so, 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 so humbling. So I can tune into that energy. And the easiest way for me to do that is to go back and look at those emails or go back and look at those messages so I keep them somewhere where I can look at them and I can experience that sense of oh my gosh it works oh my gosh um you know this helped somebody oh my gosh I I just feel so humbled to be a witness to their journey or part of their journey you know it's such a a special beautiful beautiful feeling so I want to connect in with that energy every single day when I I'm getting ready to think about embodying and stepping into the version of me that's already doing what that more successful of me version is doing or what that next level version of me is doing. And here's the other thing I want you to know about um, wanting things. Like you have to want something to manifest it, right? You've got to desire it to manifest it. But the desire or the want is the invitation for you to up level. It's the universe saying, hey, I've put this desire into your space because it's earmarked for you. It's tagged for you. It's waiting in the wings for you. It's waiting for you to show up. This is your invitation to take that next step. So the the very, very fact that you want something or that you desire something is a sign that it's yours. It's not mine. It's not his. It's not hers. It is yours and yours alone. So you have to honor that desire, accept the invitation. You get to choose, am I going to accept this invitation and up level or am I going to decline the invitation and restrict myself and play small and hide in the shadows? up to you it's always your choice but if that desire is in you it means that on some level you're ready to take that next step get out of your comfort zone and this is the other thing as well people will say to me oh I need to know how I'm gonna do it so using my example again of traveling everywhere to do the business stuff um 
if I was that person that was like so caught up in the how, I'd be thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this in 90 days? What are the 120 steps I need to take to manifest this? How is this all going to work for me? Um, I have to do A, then B, then C, then D. I'd be like totally in my masculine. But that's not manifesting. Manifesting happens when you decide it's happened. When I decide that I am that person who does those things, the how will take care of itself. Just like how when you decide to rent a place, when you decide to take out a mortgage on a place, you find that money. You don't sit there and think, oh, how am I going to get the money and da, 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 da. You make that decision. You know that by hook or by crook, you will find that money. And you probably have also experienced that as your increase, you know, as your expenses increase, your income increases because you have made a commitment to meet those expenses. So for some of you, raising your income is going to be easy when you invest in your practice or in your life, because you will have to find the money to cover it. It's a non-negotiable. Do you see what I'm saying? So do not worry about the how. The how reveals itself to you after you've made that decision. The how reveals itself to you after you have decided this is who you are. This is what your practice is. This is the woman, the man, the they that you are being right now. Then the how is going to reveal itself. Okay. And guess what? It might not be in the way that you think. Like you might think, for example, you know, as I was just saying before, we had an influx of people apply for supervision and coaching and mentoring, right? Not everybody got accepted um, because like what's the point? If people aren't at that stage yet where they're going to get the most out of it, I'm not going to enroll them, of course not. But um, some people made that decision, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it. And they bit the bullet and they did it. And um, they didn't stop and think, how am I going to pay for this or blah, blah, blah. They just trusted that the money will come. And guess what? It's come. I've had like two people pay $10,000 in full for coaching this week. Okay. The money comes. If it's not about money, if it's about time, the time comes. If it's not about money or time and it's about relationships, those relationships, those networks, those um, experiences and opportunities, they come. They will reveal themselves in ways that you are not expecting. Like, get this. Sorry, I don't mean to say get this, but it's just one of the things I say. But anyway, um, last year I set the intention to pay off my mortgage. Now, um, in my head, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to have to see more clients and I'm going to have to bump my fees and I'm going to have to do this and I'm going to have to do this and it's COVID and what if that, etc., etc., etc. But I ended up saying, do you know what? I'm just going to make the decision to be mortgage free by the end of the year. And I trust that the way to this will be revealed for me. And I made that decision on the 2nd of January in 2021. And then on the 23rd of July, guess what? Mortgage free. How did it happen? I sold my house on a whim. Now, at the start of the year, I was imagining I was going to double my repayments, refinance, um, you know, sell more products online. Um, I don't know. I was thinking about all these practical things I could do 
to generate the money to pay off my mortgage. Um, but what ended up happening was we had a housing boom in Hastings, a, a total housing boom. Like I paid three thirty eight for my house a few years ago. I sold it for $710,000. <laughs> I still can't believe it. The houses aren't those prices anymore. I was just lucky and, you know, it, it – I can remember like just making the call to the real estate agent. I was just making an inquiry because I could see people around me were selling the houses. And so I just made that inquiry. And next thing you know, boom, I'd signed the paper. And 24 hours later, I'd sold my house for nearly double what I paid for it just a few years ago. So this is what I mean. Like, don't worry about the how. The universe will take care of the how for you. Okay. Um, there's nothing for you to worry about with that. Um yeah, that's just one example. Um, and ugh, I've got so many examples, but I won't bore you with them. Anyway, you get my point. Once you make that decision, the how will reveal itself. So that is my episode on manifesting. But do you want to hear my three card read? I'm going to share it with you anyway. <laughs> so my three card read, my guidance that I, I was um, requesting was about what I needed to share with you and what you needed to hear about your manifesting journey for your private practice or your life right now. So this is just a very simple, oops, I've got this beautiful board here, right? I got it off Etsy. It looks like mm, a half moon and um, it's painted black and it holds three cards like standing up. So it's got these little slits in it where I can put my cards um, and it's just so beautiful. I love it so much. Um, it's by a company called Yiska, Y-F-E-L-O-I-S-K-A. If you want to go and have a look, I think it was about 30 bucks, but yeah, so much fun. Anyway, you can put three cards in it um, for either past, present and future or situation, obstacle and advice. So I'm choosing to do it for situation, obstacle and advice just for fun. So the first card that came up was the nine of swords. And as you know, swords is all about um, stress. It's all about emotion. It's all about um, worries in day-to-day -day life and for us we're talking about day-to-day -day private practice right so the nine of swords is depicted on my beautiful cards which I love 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 they're from I think I told you about them last time they're from Saint Soliel I found them on Instagram so beautiful um but anyway um on this card, there's like a lady and she's sort of sitting down on the ground, her legs out in front of her. Um, one hand is folded across her, her tummy or her chest um, and she has her head in her other hand, right? She's just like tired, fed up, can't believe it, exhausted. Um, and this card um, was the right way up, so not reversed or anything. And it can often symbolize things like depression anxiety sleepless nights overthinking things hello can any of us relate to that when it comes to private practice in the past um uh, you know negativity feeling despair even um feeling isolated um at times and this card really does also represent like um sadness and and regret so 
this card here in this position is describing our past or something in our past situation for private practice. So think about what's been happening for you in your private practice. And if there were moments of despair, if you did have sleepless nights in the practice, if you were overthinking, if there was something that you wanted to do, but it was fear that kept you back from that, that, that kept you sort of in the shadows where it's safe playing small. So that was the past. And um, you know, the the um, present, like where you're at now is, you know, it's the ace of pentacles, all right? So pentacles is generally all about, um, you know, material needs, finances, you know, the body, things like that. And this is a really beautiful card. It's represented often by coins or buttons. Um, and this is two hands holding out this beautiful, beautiful coin. It's got gold foil on it over um, some apricot roses. It says Ace of Pentacles. And look, this really... Um, usually can represent because it's the highest card um, it's a usually very very positive and here it represents something like a new material offer coming to you um, it can also mean a change for the better in your career or your work direction um, sometimes it can mean things like a promotion but um, for me the way I interpret this card is moving more into alignment with your core values and your core shadow values some kind of opportunity and of course a new manifestation and for us in private practice this new manifestation could be anything from a new lease on an office for those who are doing face-to-face -face, or it could mean um, you know a new transition into the online space this card also represents that there are resources available to you that you can now access and tap into that you haven't been able to before um, for whatever reason, maybe you didn't know that they were available to you. Maybe you just weren't ready, right? Maybe you were you were aware that people were sharing their stuff, but you just weren't ready. Maybe you were studying or something. But this card also represents um, a current place of stability, despite what's happening in the world around us. Um, it, it can represent a sense of stability in your private practice. And I take that stability to mean like a knowing, you know, and then lastly, of course, because it's about um, pentacles and money and finances, um, it can also mean um, a new level of prosperity, which is beautiful for the business side of your private practice, don't you think? <laughs> I absolutely do. And so with this, um, this card also represents a new sense of confidence, a willingness to trust, a willingness to surrender, to take action, um, and a new um sense of comfort when it comes to making decisions so that's kind of where you're likely to be at the moment that's the energy of private practice for us at the moment okay and um what's going to come as a result of this like for the future or or for the advice if you like um that that's coming out of this is you know the four of wands so um wands is all about work <laughs> which fits for us because it's private practice and um the four of wands usually represents um things like communication kindness and sharing um but for us it is reversed and so what this means is there's a sense of um leaving home and home can mean um 
leaving a place that's felt homely, that a place that's felt safe for you um, and moving into a new place. So that could be a physical place with the practice or it could be an energetic space that you're moving into. It can also mean that there's a sense of lack of roots and this is going to come about as a little bit of the wounded feminine. So some of you might find that, um, you know, as, as the future unfolds over the next, you know, few weeks, next few months, that you might feel a little bit um, sort of, rudderless and um, you know you might find yourself feeling a little bit like bright shiny object syndrome like you know you want to do this and do that and do this and do that but you're not actually focused okay and this can lead to well discussions with people who might be involved if you're not the sole decision maker for your private practice like for example if you have a loved one that's involved in financing the private practice or who you involve in the finances for the private practice there could be conflict or arguments because they may feel a sense of, well, what are you doing? Like you were going to go and do this EMDR course and now you're doing a polyvagal course and now you're thinking about the neurochange method and what the H is going on here? And as a result of that, you can feel a lack of support and this sense of instability and feeling unwelcome. But here's what this card also means. This card is a sign that you are up leveling, all right? This card is a sign of that because we see your foundations are being shaken. Um, that's always a little bit scary for us, right? So at the moment, everything feels stable. We've got stability. We're experiencing we're experiencing a level of prosperity, whether that's spiritual abundance, whether that's physical, whether you've got some new money coming in, whether it's, um, I don't know, abundance of love, of joy, of referrals, whatever. But we've got stability and prosperity right now. But you're moving into a place in the next few weeks, the next few months, where you're not going to have that, where you're going to be feeling very unstable, where you're going to have people around you doubt what you're doing and you're going to feel unsupported. Now, all of those things... Um, are neutral things, right? They're just energy. They're not good things. They're not bad things. They're just neutral things. They're only going to become good or bad, for example, if you attribute a good or a bad meaning to them. So for example, if you're feeling a bit vulnerable and you're listening to what everybody else is saying, they're laughing at you because you want to do this, or um, they're saying, do you really have to go and spend more money on that? Or they're doubting you and all of those sorts of things. Well, you've got a choice. You can absolutely listen to them. Okay. And you can stay where you are and go back to safety and go back to stability, but you're not going to grow. And you're not going to see any change in your practice most likely because you're taking that step back to where things are safe. The other choice is you choose to say, oh, wait, everything's going to mm -mm -mm at the moment. <laughs> so when that happens, I remember Brooklyn saying that this is a sign that I'm on the right path because here's the thing, the universe has to help you release and let go of the things that you're not going to be needing on the next level, right? Um, it, it supports you in releasing and letting go of people, objects, places, things that are not going to serve you as you go up to that next level, right? So for some of us, maybe we lose some friendships, but guess what? We're going to connect with people who are a better match for us and who we are a better match for, right? Whether that's in a mastermind or maybe it's a Facebook group or to give you an example. 
Um, so do you see what I mean? Like the universe has to shake things up in order to sort things out and rearrange them for you. So I would urge you to when you have this, you know, experience, which I'm not saying that you will, I'm not predicting anybody's future. This is just for fun. But if you have this experience and you're starting to to doubt and everything, stop, pause, ask yourself on a spiritual level, what does this mean? And even think about times in the past where you thought it was all, you know, it was all done and dusted and you were over and you were through. And I bet you, you came out the other side with um, a new lease on life, um, brighter, better for it. I can remember like my first divorce. <laughs> I know, right? I'm Zsa Zsa Gabor over here. But anyway, like my first divorce, we've been together for 17 years or something. And um, yeah, anyway, I was just, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'll love this story. I'll save for another time. But here's the thing. I, I ticked all the boxes, right? I was a good girl. I um, didn't smoke. I didn't drink. I wasn't promiscuous. I went and got an education. I went and got a career. I got the big house. I, I did all of the things, right? I did all of the things except have children. Um, but I did all of the things. And then I got to a point where I was like, is this it? And I don't know, maybe it was like a super early midlife crisis or something, but I I was just like, surely this can't be it. Like I need more and he didn't need more. And so anyway, um, it was devastating for both of us to, you know, close the circle on on that relationship. And it took us both a lot of work to sort of get through it. But what happened was I blossomed. After that um, marriage, which was in no way a bad marriage, um, and he's a good man and he's a good person and everything, we just, yeah, outgrew each other. But um, after that marriage, that's when my whole life opened up for me. That's when I started connecting in with spirituality. That's when I visited like 24 different countries learning about um, shamanism and uh, spiritual energy and beliefs and stories and Bedouins and gypsies and all of this. I could not get enough. Like I lived overseas for years and years and years, just traveling, 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 learning, 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 just soaking it all up. And that's when my confidence grew. And that's when I really found out who I was through all of these adventures that I had, you know, in Arabia, like all of these beautiful, beautiful, um, heady adventures that I had. And so this is what I'm saying. Like sometimes you think things are devastating and and horrible and why is it happening? And it's like dark night of the soul. And even when all that stuff was happening that I told you about before in psychology, which is why I left psychology with a two-tier system and the medical model and all, all of that inequity, um, that was so far removed from my values, even from my shadow values, it was far removed. I couldn't do it. It was so far out of alignment with me. It was making me feel physically sick to work in the Medicare system because I just disagreed with it on so many levels. And when I realized that things were only getting worse with Medicare and things were only getting worse from my perspective and from where I was sitting for me and my experiences in psychology, and it's not the same for absolutely everyone, but for me and for a lot of us, it was like that. I remember having my own dark night of the soul thinking, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to look after Gabe, you know, my fur baby over here? Um, How am I going to feed myself if I don't have psychology like if I don't have that career if I don't have that title like what am I going to work 
in, you know, big W? Am I going to work in the reject shop? Am I going to work in Bunnies? Like, am I going to be unemployed? What? And I remember like for days agonizing over this. And then I made this the decision. I decided that I was going to leave and I decided that I was going to run a profitable business without psychology. And guess what? I did it. And guess what? You can too. The thing is, when these experiences happen, you can either roll over and, you know, say, well, you know, this is my life and isn't it horrible and you can allow yourself to be locked into that to me consciousness or you can step back and pause and you can say, hey, hang on, this is happening for me. I don't see the end result just yet, but this is happening for me and I know if I nurture myself and look after myself right now that, you know, everything's going to be revealed to me in divine timing for my highest good and the good of all others or something better but you have to believe it and you have to take action on it okay i'm sure you're sick of me now rambling on right (laughs) so quick recap of course you can manifest what you want i've given you the steps to do that go back and listen grab out your journal um take notes um have a think about this card spread for you in private practice and and your future and let me know what you think does it resonate with you or not (laughs) or maybe you're listening to this you know i'm speaking to the future now maybe you're listening to this and it is um you know the 4th of january 2023 and you've come back to listen you're like oh my gosh she was right this was a fantastic reading you know this happened and yeah it was for the for the good so anyway you know what to do uh the other things just to recap quickly is um go and check your email for the video that i've sent you about the neuro change method i've also popped a link to it in the show notes if you just want to tap that it's easier it's on youtube so you can watch it on any device and the other thing is if you want some help mapping out your content because oh my gosh until i created this way i had no idea what i was meant to be posting and i used to loathe posting um and i always just wanted to do it from a place of flow um and so i was like (laughs) spend my days sometimes going hello flow come on waiting for flow here (laughs) but guess what there are some days that go by where you have no flow um and so then you can put pressure on yourself like oh i didn't do it and whatever and anyway people like oh you need to plan your content and I never knew what a plan looked like and I would download other people's plans. I couldn't make sense of them. Um, So anyway, I figured it out for myself. I've applied it to private practice. I think I've nailed it. (laughs) And now I want to share it with you. So if you struggle knowing what to post and how to post it and all of that sort of stuff and you're not getting referrals and you're not getting inquiries from your social media posting, um, come along to the content mapping workshop on the 22nd of January. Um, It will be recorded. There will be a workbook and you will leave with um, knowing what you're going to be posting about for the next 52 weeks. I know. I love it so much. I love it so much. And I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I know this one was a bit longer than usual. Um, I appreciate you so, 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 so much. Um, Have a beautiful day and I will see you again on Saturday. (laughs) I had to think about that. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast today. If you're looking for clarity, if you need help with branding, your processes and bringing everything into alignment with your soul's purpose for your private practice, 
Head to the show notes and click the link for more information about the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group. You are going to love it. I can't wait to see you in there. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.